icebreaker. If all you right. could have someone follow you around all of the time, like a personal assistant, what would you have them do? Um, huh. If I had a personal assistant. Like um, a personal assistant. Doesn't have to be a personal assistant. It's just someone who follows you. Someone who follows me around. Okay. Um, that you can put to work. <laughs> right. I guess I would, I don't know. I feel like I would just have them like, I don't know, not necessarily follow me around, just go to work for me. Oh. So I can do what I want <laughs> and do still get I paid. Want. Do what I you want. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, it was kind of a hard question, but for me, the only thing I could think of is if I had someone following me around all the time, of course, when things got like really overwhelming and stressful, I would put them to work and have them help me get through the madness, mm -hmm. you know, with things and errands and whatever they could do to help me get through. But yeah, I would also want them to like kind of like a video person. I would want them to video all of my best moments. Okay. Like those little moments that you have when you're at the grocery store and you just meet someone and it's like that really sincere, friendly smile. I want that yeah. captured. Or the time when I'm like walking through the yard and the sun's shining on me just the right way and mm -hmm. I happen to be looking at the flowers. Or Piper does something adorable and, she, you know, I capture it. Capturing yeah. those types of moments, I would want that person to do that. Okay. So that Hold on, I have something to, to like look back on. I have to let Zelda out. Oh, Zelda. She's oh, being yeah. a pain. Go on. Go on, now get. <laughs> Go on, now get. Get, get. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, I think that's what I would do. But, yeah, I feel like that yours is a better idea. I'm just like, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm sure I could put them to work in other ways. Yeah. But I'm pretty independent, and I kind of like to be in control. Yeah. So True. I feel like I wouldn't be like, do everything. I would be like, hey, I'm going to do this, and and you just do this, because I think it's important that you show me the best that you see in me kind of thing. Yeah, I guess something that another thing that I would have them do is like maybe just remind me of things that I need to do because like I can put it in my phone, but I can just ignore my phone, you know, mm -hmm. um, or like, oh, crap, my mic fell <laughs> <laughs> um, or like just like remind me to make Thanks. time for the things that I want to do. Right. Sorry, Remember hold on. Remember, Christine, you have this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah. I saw. <laughs> Before um, we dig deeper today, what are you drinking? Um, so right now I'm drinking Two Roads. It's a hazy, juicy. It's an IPA. It's all right. But <laughs> after I'm done with that... I'm going to switch over to Twisted Tea, half and half. Whoa. Yeah. In this in this glass, I've got um, 
parts rum or parts gin and vodka mixed with a splash of red wine and cranberry juice. Wait, what? What kind of drink is that? It's a Franny special. Wow. It's actually delicious. Interesting. Are you going to, I feel like you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Not these <laughs> days. <laughs> I'm too, too experienced now, you see. So I thought for today's episode, yeah, we would work more on the book, the cockology book. Okay. I want to go over maybe two scenarios. If we go fast, we could possibly go over three. Okay. But if, we just, if we're just like right on time, we'll stick to two because I also have a plan for the selfish corner. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, okay. you need a pen for this. All right, let me go get a pen then. Yes, get a pen. Fantastic. So the first scenario is one that... I want you to answer truthfully for yourself, but we're not going to share our answers to the audience. Listening. Okay. Just because it has to do with like specific names, specific people and feelings, and that doesn't need to come out on our podcast. Okay. Cool. So it's called On Your Birthday. Oh, okay. Your birthday is the one day a year when you're justified in expecting things to be just a little nicer than usual. Well, wishes and congratulations, presents and cards, maybe even a party or a romantic dinner for two. It is your birthday today. And when you check your mailbox, you see you've gotten a card from someone you would have never expected. Who is the sender? You also have received a number of gifts from family and friends. Of that group, who sent you the biggest package? Give the names of people in your life when answering this quiz. So answer the quiz. You'll keep your answers. I'll keep my answers. And then I'll read the meaning behind it so that people, because we don't know the audience's answers. Right. And they still get something from it, even though we're not sharing it. So they just have yeah. to trust us whether it resonates with us or not. Okay. So the first one, it is your birthday today. You check the mailbox. You've gotten a card from someone that you would have never expected. Who is the sender? You also received a number of gifts from family and friends. And uh, of that group, who sent you the biggest package? Yeah, I don't know. The first one is like, it could literally be so many people, you know? Yeah. Um, You've gotten a card from someone you would have never suspected. Someone's a thinker. Yeah. Okay. Because there's no multiple choice, you know? You have to come up right. with it by yourself. Right. You got it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, the responses you signify your true feelings about people in your life. Feelings that you might not even be aware of yourself. The person who unexpectedly sent you a card is actually someone you would like to care more about you and give you more attention. In short, the person you named as a sender is someone you worship from afar. What? Is someone you barely know, or is it someone you barely know, someone you've been hesitant to approach, or just a friend you haven't heard from in a while? Maybe it's time you make the first move towards bridging that gap. 
And then the second part is, on the surface, you might associate the biggest package you received with good feelings about the sender. But from a psychological perspective, the person you named as the sender is actually someone whose affections you take granted. This doesn't necessarily signify a lack of respect, but you definitely feel confident of their feelings for you. Be careful not to get overconfident. What feels like security to you may look like plain selfishness to others. Okay. So, what do you think? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Like, the first one, I picked some someone, uh, but that was, like, after a few uh, people came into my head. But, like, it makes sense if I stuck with my first answer. That mm-hmm. would make sense. Not necessarily that I worship that person, but, like, yeah, I haven't talked to them in a while, you know, and I'm wondering how they are or whatever. Yeah. And, and the- if you remember the rules of the game, say the first thing that pops in your head. I know. And I was just like, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But it would have made sense. Yeah. Um, Isn't that weird? Yeah. 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 Um, my first one makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's someone I haven't talked to in a really long time. Wow. And I'm upset about it. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> they fit perfectly. <laughs> um, the second one, I don't take them for granted. Um, I don't well, know. Well, of course. I mean, we don't think that we take them for granted. I don't think I take anyone for granted because that's just my nature. I just don't think that that's how I am. Mm-hmm. But thinking about it, maybe I do not give the same that they give to me. Yeah. Because they give so much to me, I feel pressured or like a little bit... Um sad that I I don't do more or I can't mm-hmm. do more and it just comes a realization. Yeah. Would you think that yeah. that person? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's hard cuz we can't really say names or anything, but um yeah, overall I think you see why I said we can't share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just, it's too personal. Yeah, it it is. Especially if you move through the book later. I mean, some mm -hmm. feelings are associated with, like, coldness and people that make you feel that way that you don't realize. Yeah. You know? So, Mm -hmm. of course, nobody wants to be called out. Right. That'd be super awkward. That (laughs) would be super awkward. Let's stick to the podcast. Um, what? <laughs> if we were a bunch of mean girls, maybe. Uh-huh. It would be a mean girl thing to be like, I know who. This person. <laughs> yeah, I said it. And they're going to listen to it. No. No thanks. No. <laughs> no thanks. So that one was a short little one. Oh, so okay. That was the first one. That was the first one. Okay. So then the next one... Uh, we can share our answers. Okay. And it's called Pictures at an Exhibition. Okay. Once in a while, it's nice to take a break from your busy schedule and experience the world of art firsthand. Some of us go to concerts or plays. Some take up dance or musical instruments. 
while other try their hands at crafts. And of course, there's always a trip to the museum. You're standing in front of a painting at an art museum. Hands are clasped behind your back as you try to take it in. When a total stranger comes up alongside you and says something to you, which of the following does the stranger say? One, isn't that a beautiful picture? Two, what do you think of this painting? Three, excuse me, do you have the time? Four, you know, I happen to be a painter myself. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, when a stranger suddenly speaks to you, there's always a momentary mix of apprehension and expectancy. In this imaginary scenario, the words of a stranger spoke actually reflect how you react in chance encounters when meeting others. Your answer reveals what kind of impression you make when meeting someone for the first time. One, isn't it a beautiful picture? Oh, should I ask you? Huh? Yeah, I want to ask you your answer. What's your answer? What did you pick? One. You picked one. Yeah. I picked two. Okay. Okay. Uh, one, isn't that a beautiful picture? Your friendly and positive nature creates a great first impression on almost everyone you meet. Uh-huh. Your only concern should be that people may not take you seriously at first. Yeah. I can definitely see that. <laughs> I can see that too. <laughs> you didn't take me seriously? <laughs> I took you seriously. No, you don't have to lie. You don't got to lie, not. girl. I'm not. That's okay. Number two. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think of this painting? You're the type who feels likes to feel out the other person's temperament before committing yourself to anything. People can sense that hesitancy, and it may color their reactions to you. You won't step on any toes with your cautious approach, but you may end up living on other people's terms. Interesting. That's me. But yeah, number two is definitely, I can see that being you. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, just so if, in mm-hmm. case our audience got him. Right. Excuse me, do you have the time? To half the world, you seem like an all right sort, but to the other half, you may look just a little strange. <laughs> you create a first impression of living life at your own pace and maintaining an individuality that some would call eccentric. You don't place much importance on what others think or what others may be thinking or feeling. For better or worse, therein lies the secret to you. And then number four, you know, I happen to be a good a painter myself. On first meeting someone, you come across as a little bit nervous and overeager. Maybe you're just <laughs> trying too hard to be liked, but the other, the harder you try, the worse the impression you make. Don't worry so much about making people think you're great. They'll like you better if you just loosen up and relax. Yeah. Harsh. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's truthful, though. It is truthful. So we have yeah. time for the third one. Okay. Yeah, for sure. We're going to do the third one. Okay. Um, this one, do not share answers. Okay. Let's see in the results section. All right. It's called Deep in the Mountains. The mountains and the sea. Nature has a power that draws us to her. After all, we are all nature's children, born into her world and fed on her bounty. No matter what marvels technology may develop, getting back to nature lets us feel truly alive. 
Medical science may take, make advances, but the best medicine will always be nature's own healing power. Your next journey will take you back to that green world, and what better setting for you to rediscover your natural self? Number one, you have set off to climb a mountain in search of a fabulously rare stone. What is your impression of the mountain as you stand at its foot? The melon? Mountain. So you're at a mountain, (laughs) and you're going to set foot on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And you're in search of a really rare stone. What is your impression of the mountain as you stand at its foot or the Okay. Bottom? Okay. Okay. So the second one is, after a hard search, you still haven't found the stone. And now the sun has fallen. What will you do next? Okay. You have finally discovered the stone you were seeking. What kind of stone is it? Describe its size, weight, and value. Okay. So number four. Okay. What now is the time to come down from the mountain and return home? What parting words do you have for the mountain and what is it its reply? So it's time to go down the mountain, go home. What words do you have for it, and what is its reply? Okay. Okay. Remember, we're not sharing our results on this one. Okay. Interesting, because there's, like, no names or anything. But I'm sure I'll figure it out in a second. You will. (laughs) So. The mountains, <clears throat> the mountain that looms before you represents your father or a father figure in your life. In psychological terms, it is a manifestation of the archetype of the wise old man. The stone you seek symbolizes abilities and strengths you must discover within yourself on your own journey to adult independence. Number one, your impression of the mountain shows the image you have of your father. Was it difficult and unforgiving, gentle and easily conquered, or did you have an idolized image of a magnificent peak that somehow seemed to welcome you and encourage you on your quest? Interesting. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Number two, the stone you are searching for represents your as yet undiscovered talent and strength. Your response to this question shows whether you will ever realize that untapped potential. People who say they've been searching for the stone no matter what tend to show the same persistence and determination in their own lives, never giving up even when the efforts seem fruitless. Those who said they'd call it quits for the day but come back again to continue the search are the type who pace themselves spreading their efforts over a long period of time. There are probably more than a few late bloomers in this group. People who gave up looking for the stone altogether are in danger of never fulfilling their true potential. Okay. That one. Whew. (laughs) That one hits hard. Yeah? Yeah. 
Because that one I can share. That has no... I said that I would panic, find shelter, and start a fire. I saw it um, because you're about to hike a mountain, you know? And I said I would camp out because I would have packed accordingly. So I am already assuming that this is going to be multiple days, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm hiking a mountain, you know? (laughs) So... Okay, I'm fine today. Okay, let's camp out. So I think I fall into the second group because yeah, you do. it's the sun is set, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's true. I didn't give up on the stone altogether. I just right. panicked because it got dark and I wanted to find shelter and start a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, the way you describe the stone shows your feeling of self-worth. How big and heavy was it? And what did you think of its value? Oh, about $20 or so. Hmm, that's not much of an appraisal, is it? It turned out to be a huge diamond worth millions. Hold on now. Let's not get carried away with ourselves. (laughs) I said, uh, smooth, purple tone, see-through stone. It fits in my hand, and it's less than a pound. As far as the value... I mean, I guess I was thinking like $30. So I didn't put a a price on it, but I said it's fairly small, but surprisingly heavy, like 25 to 30 pounds. And I'm thinking of like a little pebble. So, so I said it's extremely valuable. Yeah. Yeah. How crazy is that? If a little pebble weighs that much. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that's something that people want. You know, people would pay for that. Could you imagine if you tried to pick something up that was that small and it was that heavy? I would be like, there's no way. Either I'm having a stroke or I'm just super weak. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think if I've ever picked anything up that's small and heavy. Hmm. Because usually if it's small, it's not heavy. Right. Wow. That's That's just how dense it is, you know? Number four. Your mm-hmm. parting words to the mountain reveal what you have always wanted but have never been able to say to your father. The mountain's reply shows your idea of his feelings for you. Mm. Do you recognize any of these patterns? You. Thanks for everything. Mountain, you take care of yourself. Did you have that kind of ideal exchange or did it go more like this? You. Well, it looks like I'm finally through with you. Mountain, you can say that again. Maybe it's time you and your father sat down for a talk. Oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know. Huh. I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, you don't see it coming. You just think you're answering some questions about a hike on a mountain. You have yeah. no idea that it is tied to such meaningful things interesting yeah huh I I thought so too and that is why we can't share our answers yeah yeah hmm okay Okay. I'll do one more I'll do one more okay okay we can share our answers okay it's called the forgotten wallet It's a morning like any other. Last-minute preparations before you run out the door. Hair, check. Clothes, check. Everything's ready to go. You get on your way at the usual time, but halfway to work, you realize your wallet is not where you always keep it. 
A quick search confirms the worst. You left it at home. And there's no time for you to turn around and go back for it. You begin going through your pockets and bags to see how much spare cash you have to get through the day. How much money do you find? Okay. The amount of cash you found represents the amount of money you forgot about in your daily life, or you forget about in your daily life, money you don't rely on being there. It also represents the amount of money you feel comfortable lending to others. Just how much did you f- say you found? $20. I said 10 About 10 or $20? That seems like a reasonable figure. More than a hundred, you're probably popular with friends just before payday. <laughs> Nothing at all. Maybe you're broke, or are you just cheap? Mm. Yeah, that's funny. I like never have cash on me, but if I do, yeah. it's like ten bucks. It's not. Yeah, I never have cash either. But um, my grandpa told me years ago. He said, "Whatever you do." Always make sure you have a twenty, you have twenty dollar bill um, in your wallet. And I was just like, oh yeah, that's that's a good idea, and didn't do it. And then, like literally a month after that, I needed extra. I needed cash, not not uh, money on a card. I needed cash. And I was like, dang it, if I just listened to my grandpa, I w- I would be able to buy this because <laughs> it's like those points where like. Um, it's like, oh, cash only, sorry, or um, you have to pay for parking real quick. And it's yeah. just like, dang, if I had the $20, right. I'd be set. Yeah. So, yeah. But here's the thing. It says, you know, it's not a lot of money, and it's about as much as you trust to lend to others. To me, that's true. Um, yeah. But, like, when I find $10 or I find $20 at random, mm-hmm. I feel like I struck gold. Yeah. I used like, to do my laundry and like yeah. I would pick pick money out of my out of my pockets. I'm like, what? I know. Yeah. So like I don't think I don't know if I agree with the it's the amount of money you don't rely on. Maybe it's not, but like when I do find it, hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um I don't know. I mean, it's not a lot of money, so it's, it's not, not. Like, So maybe that's why we don't rely on it, you know? But then I've, why are we so excited when we finally come across it? Because it's like, oh, it's money that I didn't know I had. Right. Cool. Yeah, so doesn't that mean we kind of rely <laughs> on it? Um, no. I just think it's a pleasant surprise. A pleasant surprise even, isn't yeah. something you rely on? Yeah, no. that's true. That's true. Yeah, because even if I found a quarter, I'd be like, oh, shit, I got a quarter. <laughs> a quarter that I didn't have, but that I didn't think I had anyway. Cool. Yeah. Add it to the collection. Hmm. You know. <laughs> so we did four scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Which is two more than I thought we were going to do, but here we which are. Which is good, yeah. Um, still had fun with them? Yeah. 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 I do, too. Do you feel like you get anything from them? Um, probably from the mountain one, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I need, I want to reflect on some of that stuff because that's interesting. 
Yeah. I yeah. feel the same way. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, so for the selfish corner, mm-hmm. I had this idea, but then I didn't really know how I wanted to go about it. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to okay. answer the question, and then I'm going to go from there. Okay. So how do you find inspiration? Um, usually I go on like Pinterest or YouTube. Right. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. But you would say one of those usually inspires you in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Pinterest is my go-to. That's where I find my inspiration almost all the time. Mm-hmm. I love Pinterest. I live by Pinterest. <laughs> And maybe that just makes me visual altogether, mm-hmm. but that's like a huge one. I'm trying to think like what else inspires me. You know, when I read, when I read something that resonates with me, when I take a personality test, yeah, or you know, I read like a really inspirational story. It it will speak to me usually in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess like. Other inspiration is, like, when I see other people going after what they want, you know? Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, I can do that, too, you know? But that doesn't really happen that much. No, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't happen that much. Yeah. I. So I'm asking it because I think, I think as long as this... Well, I mean, I know the quarantine's kind of over, but not really for Connecticut because they just announced that nothing's opening until June. Wait, I thought it was, it's the first phase starts on Wednesday, nope. right? Changed what? it. Governor said June. <gasps> no way. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, I know. And people <laughs> obviously are, are upset, but also yeah. some are supportive. And I need a haircut. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Everybody freaks out about their hair. Yeah, it's stupid. It's all stupid. It's stupid. So anyway, I feel like we need... I What I wanted to do is I kind of wanted to remember what I did with the life coach and then I kind of wanted to bring it to the podcast. Okay. To rejuvenate us and inspire us moving forward through this year. Okay. Because I can say things have been crossed off and changed from when I did them with my life coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's time for the next thing, I Yeah. Think. Okay. So what that means is it, it means three-month goals, at least two of them, and it means weekly goals for this week um, and for next week up to three, but it can be up to five. Okay. So... You can have anywhere from one to five weekly goals of things that you want to do, you want to achieve, that you find realistic. And there's no, there's no like beginning or end point. I mean, you can shoot for the stars if you want, but it can be as simple as, you know what? I just want to go to bed an hour earlier. Okay. Like it can be super simple. And I wasn't really, you know, thinking about it, I wasn't thinking, oh, well, we're going to discuss all of our goals right on the podcast because 
it would involve a lot of thinking. Like we're not really prepared to come up with those goals right now. Yeah. And it does take reflection. So I kind of wanted to bring it to everyone's attention that if you would like to join us, we want yeah. to know how you find inspiration and we want to come up with three-month goals. So within three months, what our goals are and have at least two of them. And we also want to come up with up to five weekly goals for this week and next week. And we want okay. to know if you want to share them with us, what your weekly goals are. Now, previously, I can tell you in the past, like when I started this, I'll just kind of, because I don't mind telling everybody. Okay. So in the past, um, my very first session with my life coach, I did this exact same thing. We came up with a wellness vision, which I think I'm going to talk about a different day because I don't really know how to explain it. Not to mention there was a test involved that I don't have access to because it was, you know, a doctor's test, basically. Yeah. So okay. I can't share it. Um, but there was three-month goals, and I had two of them. And then there was weekly goals, and I had four of them for my very first session. Mm-hmm. And it was so nonchalant, and it wasn't like a big deal. Nothing, nothing had any pressure on it whatsoever. But this was kind of the theme that we followed each week. So my three-month goals, I am consistently performing self-care that helps me feel more balanced. And I have found positive, healthy ways to address situations that are negative or inconvenient. Those were my three-month goals. And I will say I feel quite balanced these days, thankfully. That's good. One, because I have the time with the quarantine. Two, because mm-hmm. I've been focusing on the self-care. And I, I'm positive and I found ways that if it's negative or inconvenient, how I'm going to address it. Mm-hmm. Whereas previously, I would just panic. Yeah. So, yay. I feel like I'm yeah. going to calm them. Um, so I'm ready for new ones. I'm ready for new three-month goals. Okay. And then the ones for like the weekly goals that I came up with. Um, I will read a book or a magazine and not just to check it off my to-do list, but to be really in the moment while I read it. So if you know me, you know, I like lists and Mm -hmm. I tend to put all of these things on a list just so that I can check them off, but I'm not actually reading what I'm checking off or like, I'm not in the moment when I do the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I read a magazine today. Check. But I didn't really read a magazine today. I thumbed through a magazine today to see if there was anything that stood out. And if nothing stood out, I can say I read a magazine today. Yeah. But I didn't really read one. <laughs> so that was one. Uh, I will do a facial mask once in the next week. I will soak in a bath once in the next week. I will do sit-ups or some form of movement one to two times in the next week. So, you know, they were manageable, simple moments that I think um, really build up your self-care. Yeah. Yeah. And I did all of them. I did all of them. Um, Now I do facial masks once a week. Nice. Ever since this, I've been doing that. And I take a bath probably once a week ever since we started doing this. 
the form of movement comes and goes. <laughs> so uh-huh. sometimes I find myself doing the sit-ups, and then sometimes I find myself justifying that I went outside and up and down the yard hill four times that day, and that was probably the same thing. <laughs> so. <sighs> So yeah, I think it'd be fun to come up yeah. with monthly goals, three-month mm-hmm. goals, weekly goals. They can be as small as you want. They can be as big as you want. Yeah. I pick out my outfit for the next week. Mm. I, will, I will try a new perfume. I will reach out to someone I haven't talked to in a while. I will start a book because I haven't read a book in a while. You take time for yourself because at the end of the day, I think it's really important and I think a lot of people lack this is they just don't feel fulfilled in their lives and they feel really stressed out because they don't take time for themselves. They get so lost in the routine of what has to happen everyday life and the responsibilities and the way of life and all of the laws and all of the rules that they don't actually stop and say okay, it's 2 o'clock on a Sunday. You know what? I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. Or I'm going to go for a walk. Or I'm going to read for three hours. Like, they just don't – they don't do that because they think, oh, well, I can't do that because I have to do this. Mm-hmm. You're always going to feel unfulfilled if you don't start doing that. Yeah, I agree. And I just – I feel like people don't realize that until they try it. So this is me sharing my wisdom, even though I'm only 30, but I'm very, very in tune, I would say, not only with my body, but with my mind and my Mm -hmm. well-being, that I know this would be beneficial. Yeah. And I'm not leaving the house for the foreseeable future. So if I'm not going to leave the house, I need some new goals. (laughs) You know what is so funny, though? Um, what? She actually bought eggs for me the other day. Mel Your life did. coach? My life coach. She Aww. reached out to me on the morning over the weekend on Saturday, and she said, hey, do you have? are your chickens producing enough eggs? I would love to buy some. And I said, yeah, absolutely they are. And she was like, well, how much would you charge a dozen, and can you spare two? And I thought about it, and I was like, well, gosh, I would give her them for free. <laughs> I mean, Mm -hmm. let's be real. But she was like, I really want to pay for them. Like afterwards, the next message came in. I really want to pay for them. So I said, what the hell? Ten bucks. But I gave her an 18 agar Mm -hmm. and then a dozen. So I gave her more than two dozen. Yeah. And just said, you know, ten bucks. And we did an exchange in the mailbox. Like I didn't see her. She didn't see me, unfortunately. But she wrote me a card. And in the card, she said, thank you so much for, you know, giving your your eggs to me. I can't wait to see how good they taste based on your blog and what I read. Mm-hmm. And she basically went on to say, I really hope that you're doing well and that you're taking the time during this time to build your empire oh. and to find ways to make your future exactly what you've been wanting. That's amazing. And I was like, she, I mean, she is so right. I have had two months. Yeah. And how come I haven't been conquering the world 
in those two months uh, because I've been taking advantage of taking the time, I guess. Yeah, but you can't be too hard on yourself, though. I'm not hard, trying she, to be, but... It was good that she, like, pretty much gave you that reminder to, like, this is the time to, like, you know, figure out a game plan because, honestly, like, that's what I've been thinking of lately. Right. You have all this time. You should be yeah. updating your resume. You should be taking self-discovery tests. You should mm-hmm. be doing things so that you know what you want and how you want it. And then you should be working towards it. How are you going to get it? Yeah. You have a get-out-of-jail-free card right now. Mm-hmm. You've got nothing but time. And a lot of people just take advantage of that because they're like, well... I should catch up on Netflix, and I am guilty right. of that. Honestly, I have been yeah, flying through shows, yeah, which is great because I don't watch TV like hardly ever, and right. I am so hooked on Riverdale right now. It is not even <laughs> funny. Oh my it's god, it's not even funny. I find myself like beautiful eighty degree days, and I find myself like so drawn into the show and being like, oh. Oh, it's sunny out. Oh, it's warm. Huh. I guess I should go outside. What time is it? Like, that's how I was all weekend. Oh, my God. Because I just was, like, glued to the freaking screen that's never been like me before. You zombie. I'm a zombie. (laughs) You think that's something that you can do? Like, I can count on you to come up with your goals and let me know what they are? Yeah. Absolutely. I can give you a deadline because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If you take all week, you're not going to have any goals for this week because you're going to take the entire week. Yeah. So I'm going to say today is Monday. Mm -hmm. By Wednesday, you need to have your goals. Okay. I already have some in my head right now. Yay. Awesome. And you don't Mm -hmm. have to share them or you can share them. It's totally up to you. I only shared a few of them because I want people to know, like, even those little tiny things, those are considered goals. They don't have to necessarily be, I'm going to go back to school and get my doctorate. Like, you can do whatever you want, however you want. Like, it doesn't have to be that high, but it can be. Mm -hmm. If you want that goal to be your three-month goal, by all means, go back to school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's a good, that's definitely a good selfish corner. Yeah. Let's do this. Create some goals. Be some goal buddies. We'll all be each other's accountability buddies. Yep. Oh, and you guys can like update us on uh, your goals on our new Facebook group. Yes. I was just going to say that (laughs) plug. Yeah. Um, Let me get the exact title because I forget. (laughs) Um, So, yes, we have a new Facebook group. We just started inviting some people that we know absolutely listen to the podcast. Please invite all your friends and family. Seriously, give it a shot. You don't know if people are going to actually like the podcast or not. And if you actually listen, just just send it. And maybe they will listen too and they'll actually like it. Right. It's um, T-T-O-T podcast with Christine and Franny. And Franny is spelled F-R-A-N-E-E. So I'm not picky when it comes to my name. The only thing that drives me nuts is when people don't understand. And I it drives me nuts, but I'm understanding of it. 
when people don't know the spelling of my full name, Francis. Wait, can I try? F. Okay. Right? Am I yeah, am I good? F. Yeah. F. <laughs> you're, R- you're under it. Uh-huh. A. Yep. N. Yep. C. Yep. E. Yes. F. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so because of when you hear the name Francis, it's often a male's name. Like, mm-hmm. people associate it with a male's name, uh-huh. and they spell it C-I-S. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because that's the male's version of spelling it. Yeah. But even my doctor's offices and stuff will spell it F-R-A-N-C-I-S. And I'm like, have you no decency to know <laughs> that the E is feminine? Like, just like Spanish. If you can get it right in Spanish, you can get it right in English. Mm-hmm. It's Frances, not Francis. Yeah. Frances. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Drives me nuts. And thank you. That <laughs> now you know, so don't Don't spell it mess wrong. it up, guys. But yeah, if you guys want to share your goals or like just share an update um on your goals or like have anything else to say, join our group on Facebook, TTOT Podcast with Franny and Christine. Or Christine and Franny, because right. That's how it's actually spelled out. C before um, F, yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just put whatever you want in there. No one's really put anything yet, but I honestly, I just started well, adding yeah, we people just today. Started, and well, I'll put up, I can put a post up now. Yeah. And I can say, just got finished recording episode 18. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, 18. And guess what? We talked about the cockology book. And yeah. Get, and give people... Maybe I'll even give you the scenarios there, and you can answer mm-hmm. them now before you actually listen on Wednesday. Yeah, because that would that would be cool. Yeah, just like listen for the results. Yeah, yeah, cool. Mhm, mhm. That's exciting. Yes. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of this, that, and the other thing. I'm Brandy. And I'm Christine. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.